Well, hello and welcome to this episode of Savor Life Flavor. I am your hostess, Rasan Emmanuel, and today I am going to be serving you some deliciousness all about pizza. Come on now, would you say that pizza is probably one of the most popular types of food? Maybe not even just in America, but around the world. I personally would say that it's got to be up there because pizza is one of those things that so many people enjoy. I enjoy a good pizza. Perhaps you enjoy a good pizza. Question, what do you like on your pizza? For me, I've evolved over time. Definitely my flavor preferences for what I like on my pizza have changed. But typically, I will get jalapenos, red onions, and sometimes mushrooms. And I do like black olives. So that's primarily what I like on my pizza now. Again, I have evolved. So I used to eat, you know, a lot of like pepperoni pizza or just, you know, all kinds of meat. On there, I don't eat as much you know, meat now as I used to, but you can still have a good, you know, vegetarian pizza. I also really enjoy gluten-free pizza now. I have been working on developing my own crust in terms of, you know, having a really good gluten-free pizza that I can enjoy, and that is definitely a work in process, but I've made a few so far and they've been delicious. So, if you are one who's looking to maybe explore, you know, gluten-free pizza or just gluten-free eating in general, it can be done. Rest assured, believe it can be done when it's done properly. So that's something that I would encourage you to explore because it it's possible. It really is. But this episode is going to be really fun because pizza's fun. Come on, it's a fun type of food. Why? Because you can actually get so creative. You can use your imagination about, you know, in terms of like what types of ingredients you're going to use, what type of, you know, how do you want it to appear visually? Do you want it to be very colorful? Do you want it to be saucy? Do you want it to be tomato based or maybe white sauce or pesto? I mean, you can really customize and colorize and flavorize. I don't even know if that's a word, but you can flavorize your pizza according to specifically what you like, and that's really cool. And so in this episode, I'm just going to be introducing you to a few different types of pizza that, you know, some of which you may have had and others maybe you've never tried. I certainly have not tried all the different types of pizza. I'm only going to go over um, six or so here. Um, these are basically, you know, the most common styles of pizza. Uh, and this is, again, not just for America, but, you know, around the world. So first and foremost, I have a question for you. And this is this is interesting. It's, it's a funny question. And it's the story behind it, it, to me, is just, it's funny. Did you know that pizza is an open-faced sandwich? <laughs> So how this came up is because I posed a question to one of my mentors and I asked specifically about sandwiches, an actual sandwich, what, you know, what's on your perfect sandwich. 
and this whole quote, you know, pizza is an open face sandwich, uh, came up. And so, E, if you happen to listen to this episode, I had to bring this up because to me now, I mean, that just rings. Whenever I think of pizza, I think of that quote, pizza is an open-faced sandwich, and I've never honestly viewed it like that before. I never looked at pizza as possibly being categorized as an open-faced sandwich, so that's just hilarious. Yeah, just had to bring that up. And maybe now, when you think of pizza, you'll be like, this is an open-faced sandwich? Wow, it actually is. Maybe you agree. (laughs) So anyways, let's move along here and let's get into these different types of pizza. Uh, First of all, before I dive in, I will say that pizza was one of those things that was my favorite during school. You know, um, I remember being in elementary, even into middle school, and really enjoying pizza day at school because it was it was actually delicious. I enjoyed it very, very much. And I speak more about that and other food experiences in school in the episode titled Back to School Lunch. So I encourage you, if you have not heard any other episodes or particularly that one, it's pretty amusing. It's, it's fun. I had a good time, you know, going back to, you know, Just reminiscing about school lunch and, uh, you know, pizza definitely was one of my favorite meals during lunchtime in school. Did you like your school lunch pizza? Do you remember even what it tastes like? I remember ours were square for the most part. Little square pieces of pizza. On into high school and stuff, they actually used to have, you know, there was blackjack pizza was served in one of the schools I attended so some schools would actually serve pizza that they would you know outsource from an actual restaurant so that was interesting um and speak blackjack pizza now I don't think that's a U.S. chain I don't think it's all over America definitely here in Colorado which I haven't had in a long time but blackjack pizza is the bomb shout out to blackjack pizza And no, I am not sponsored by them. I just have to give them a genuine shout out because their pizza was good. But all right, so let's move on into this list. So again, maybe you've heard of some of these different styles of pizza, tried some of them, maybe you haven't. But I think it's just really interesting to know that there are so many different types of pizza. And I'm excited to try the ones I have not had as of yet. The first one here on the list, and I'm actually sourcing this information from Webstrant Store. So this is a supplier of restaurant equipment and ingredients. I have an account with them. I'm not sponsored by them. Again, this is just me giving a genuine shout out to Webstrant. So you can find this article if you would be more interested in learning about different types of pizza. Um, It's on that website so the first one here is neapolitan pizza so basically neapolitan pizza is known as the original pizza and it dates all the way back to the 18th century in naples italy and basically what's stated here is that during this time the poorer citizens of the seaside city frequently purchased food that was cheap and that could be eaten quickly Luckily for them, Neapolitan pizza was affordable and readily available through numerous street vendors. So, ooh, yes, good old street vendors. Can always count on those guys. 
I actually have an episode titled um, Street Food. Well, it's all about street food and memories of street food. So that's a good one if you're interested in just hearing more about street food and some really interesting stories. But so basically Neapolitan pizza was a popular street food. And again, affordable for people and uh, typically, you know, features uh, basic toppings like tomatoes, garlic, oregano, uh, some extra virgin olive oil. Of course, there are variations. You can get creative, you know, with any of these styles of pizza. This is primarily what categorizes these different types that I have found is like the crust, the different styles of crust and obviously the toppings that are um, primarily used on each type. So that's Neapolitan, very standard, um, sounds delicious. I have not had an actual authentic Neapolitan style pizza, but I definitely look forward to trying one. I'm actually exploring with pizza crust recipes, uh, not just gluten-free, but other types as well. And uh, so I'll definitely give a Neapolitan pizza a shot, making a really, really good one here at home. The second style is Chicago pizza. So this one is known for being very thick. Deep dish, deep dish. Some of these go really deep. I've seen some shows on YouTube and you know, just different things where I'm like, I can't believe that. Like that's not even, to me, it's like not even pizza at a point. It just has so many layers and it's so, it's just so deep. So. Basically, this style obviously gets its name from the city of Chicago that it was invented in. And this was basically back in the 1900s when Italian immigrants in the Windy City were basically searching for something similar to the Neapolitan pizza um, that they obviously knew and loved. And so basically there was a gentleman says here his name was Ike Sewell he had something else in mind he basically created a pizza with a thick crust that had raised edges similar to a pie and ingredients in reverse so this is what makes the Chicago pizza interesting as well is that the ingredients are in reverse meaning that like the slices of mozzarella line the dough so the dough's in the pan and then the the mozzarella slices are put on top of that and then you the meat is put on the vegetables and then it's topped with a can it says a can of crushed tomatoes so that's here's where i have an issue with the chicago pizza because i'm not a fan of too much sauce for me a good pizza is all about the right ratio of ingredients like the balance the thickness of the crust to the sauce to the toppings and the cheese and so forth so when i think of like this can of crushed tomatoes just being poured on top of this reverse layered pizza that's already deep as it is that to me is a it's a bit much i you know i'll try a chicago style pizza when and if i visit you know chicago that's where i would prefer to try one considering that's where you know it was invented and i'm assuming that there are some places that you can get a really good chicago style pizza hey if you're listening and you're from chicago or you've visited chicago and you have any suggestions about you know where to get a good chicago style pizza hey let me know in the q a perhaps here um 
under the podcast platform. I'm not sure how you click on that. I have yet to go through that process myself. Um, now, actually, I left a message. I left a comment on one of my own. I think it was like my first. So there's a way to leave a comment. You can do that. Yes, I commented on my own podcast and just said, right on for starting this. And I'm really glad that I did. And I just want to pause for a moment and thank you for listening because you intentionally, consciously chose to press play and listen to this pizza episode today. And I thank you. Thank you for being here because I really enjoy talking about food in general. Pizza happens to be one of my favorite types of food. And so Uh, It's always a pleasure to have you join me in this delicious content that I've chosen to serve you. So the Chicago pizza, yeah, I'll try it. Like I said, um, probably it's not probably going to be on my list of favorite types of pizza. And that could change because I could have a really, really good Chicago style pizza that I that is up there on my list. But Knowing my flavor preferences, it's probably not going to happen. Doesn't mean I won't enjoy it. Let's move along, though, to the New York-style pizza. So this one is probably one of America's favorite or most favorite, uh, most famous, little tongue-tied there, famous favorite styles of pizza. Um, this was originally a variation of Neapolitan-style pizza, Basically, when you think of New York style pizza, it's typically a large slice, thin crust, foldable. It's foldable, so you can hold it in your hands. That's what you know. New Yorkers are known for, folding the pizza. Um, and the simplicity of a good cheese slice of New York pizza, I have actually experienced that. So I'm going to tell you a little story here because it's relevant, talking about New York. So my husband and I visited New York for the first time in the summer of 2019. And of course, prior to us going, I thought about, you know, wow, I would really like to have some good New York pizza, you know? And so I didn't really do any research. I should have, because I probably would have had a better experience. But anyhow, we get there. And one of the first places where I had, well, the place where I had my first slice of New York pizza was at Grand Central Station and we were just there you know checking out the station in general and happened to get a slice of pizza from the little food court now this was a spot where you know I was standing there and I was looking in there you know at their selection watching them make pizzas and it looked like it was going to be really good so I was like yes this is going to be a great first New York pizza experience so we order I take a bite And I am definitely one of those people where off of the first bite, I'm already like critiquing everything. It begins actually before that, visually, whatever I see or what I read on a menu, I'm already analyzing, okay, what's this gonna taste like? You know, how is the presentation gonna be? I'm analyzing so many details. But basically, you know, I get this slice of pizza and it was just, I believe it was just like a margarita style you know, just very simple pizza that we got. So nothing too crazy in terms of toppings, but I took the bite and the crust did not impress me and the sauce did not impress me. There was really, it was lacking in flavor. 
I will say. Just overall, it just did not have that pop that I was looking for, especially considering that I was in Grand Central Station and in New York and just expecting this wow bang pop experience with this pizza and it didn't happen. It did not happen. And I think it was like $10 or something for the slice. And I just was like, oh wow, this is disappointing. But to make up for it, we visited St. Mark's, the St. Mark's area, and ended up having a slice from a 99 cent pizza slice shop. And that slice was actually better so much better than the $10 slice from the spot at Grand Central. And it was just a cheese slice. I think actually, yeah, I think I just had a cheese slice and sprinkled some crushed red peppers on there. And it was delicious, 99 cents versus $10. So it's true, just because something costs more, especially when it comes to pizza, sometimes, you know, proof the proof is with those 99 cent slices that are all throughout new york um and you know can definitely taste very delicious but yeah so new york style pizza um yeah i look forward to having some really good new york style pizza next time we visit and i will do research and again if you have any suggestions i invite you to you know connect with me on instagram at rasan emmanuel that's primarily where I, you know, engage and really like to, you know, hear feedback and comments and stuff. So connect with me there if you have any suggestions or just questions or anything. It's just cool to engage. You know, that's one of the reasons why this podcast is just so cool and special to me is because I created it with the intention of not only, you know, talking about different things that I'm interested in with food and different experiences and eventually, you know, bringing on other guests to have just really delicious dialogue around food. But it's really about community, building a community of like-minded people who just truly savor flavor and food and the experiences that we're able to create as the human family around food. To me, that's just beautiful and that is a contributing factor as to why this podcast is here for us to serve us all this deliciousness. All right, so let's move along to number four. So the Sicilian pizza. The Sicilian pizza is Basically, it's like a thicker cut of pizza with a pillowy dough, a crunchy crust, and a robust tomato sauce, and it's square. It's like a rectangle um, style pizza served with or without cheese, um, and it's often with the cheese underneath the sauce to prevent the pie from becoming soggy. So that's an interesting thing, and I actually didn't know. I've never had Sicilian style pizza, so to prevent that sauce, or to prevent the pie from becoming soggy, putting the cheese under the sauce, what a concept. And I can see how that would work because it provides that barrier um, for the crust. But I just don't think I personally would like to bite into a slice of pizza. And what about you? Like biting into a slice of pizza, like the Sicilian or maybe the Chicago deep dish, and having the sauce be on top. To me, that just, like on the top top with nothing else, like no cheese. I don't know, it just seems awkward. Could be good. Again, I'm not knocking it. I'm not um, 
I'm not saying I won't try it. Again, I would have to try a really authentic Sicilian-style pizza. Don't know where I'm going to get that. Being that I live in a small mountain town in Colorado, there's nobody up here. There's no restaurant. Not even any of the pizza spots who have a Sicilian-style pizza on the menu. Yeah, it's just pizza. (laughs) So if and when I have the opportunity to try one made by someone else, I will. Or I'll just, you know, make one myself, of course. Sounds fun. Pizza is fun. Making it is a really enjoyable process. So that's on the list as well. The next one is a Greek-style pizza. So what do you know about Greek-style pizza? Yeah, I definitely can say I would like this. I have not had a Greek-style pizza. (laughs) Uh, Basically, it looks like, you know, um, it's simple. It was created by Greek immigrants who came to America and were introduced to Italian pizza. And then decided to create their own version. Um, It features a thick and chewy crust cooked in shallow oiled pans, which results in a nearly deep fried bottom, which, mm, that actually sounds delicious. And it reminds me of what Pizza Hut, what I remember Pizza Hut tasting like back in the day with the oily crust. It had more of like, it was just good. Gosh, it's been years since I've had Pizza Hut. It's been years since I've seen a Pizza Hut. There's definitely not one in this town or anywhere nearby where I live. Um, But yeah, Pizza Hut was special back in the day. I remember going to Pizza Hut as a kid and they had those red cups, those red plastic cups. And I remember those very vividly and their booths and the lighting in a Pizza Hut was all its own. Pizza Hut had a very particular ambiance. Yes, and the smell. When you walked into a Pizza Hut, there's nothing like that smell. You can go into any pizza spot and smell something similar, but the aroma of a Pizza Hut was so distinct, for me at least. I'm just, you know, reminiscing about that fragrance, walking in, knowing you're going to have some good pizza, maybe some salad. Oh, yes. Do you like Pizza Hut? Like, have you had it recently? Is there one in the area where you live? Uh, Yeah, Pizza Hut. Anyways, just speaking of this Greek style pizza and how, you know, it has that deep fried bottom uh, just brought back that memory and that was awesome. Yeah. So basically Greek style pizza, it's pretty self-explanatory. Atop the crust that I just described, has various toppings that are Greek style, like, you know, olives, Kalmata olives, maybe, um, cherry tomatoes, perhaps some pepperoncinis, onions, mushroom. Again, you don't have to stick with, you know, any set type of ingredients that go in any specific type of pizza. You can mix it up. I encourage you to mix it up when and if you ever make your own pizzas make it how you like to make it. Maybe you would want to make a Neapolitan style crust and have Greek style toppings or whatever, you know, just do what you like. That's what it's about. Make a pizza that appeals to you visually and taste wise and have fun building it. Here's the next style. So the California pizza. Hmm. Now this one makes me like, I've had it once and it was at 
a specific restaurant that is known for this style of pizza. Okay, I'll just say it. It's California Pizza Kitchen. Um, so I remember I had some type of pizza. I don't remember exactly what was in it. I'm thinking it was like barbecue. It was like a, yes, actually it was like a barbecue chicken pizza. And I was just willing to try something different, which typically with pizza, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty set on my toppings, what I like on it. Every now and then I'll be bold and adventurous and say, okay, I'll try some different toppings. But with the California Pizza Kitchen, the first time I visited, and here's the thing, they're known for, so basically, let me pause. Let's just, I'll tell you, the California pizza is basically known for its unusual ingredients. That's what makes this style of pizza. And it got its start back in the, the late 1970s when a particular chef, um, looks like his name was Ed Ledoux, Ledoux, or Ledoux, he experimented with pizza recipes in his, or not his restaurant, but it was a classic Italian restaurant. Anyways, he created a pizza with mustard, ricotta, um, red pepper, and a few other things. And then by chance, he served it to Wolfgang Puck. Now, if you don't know who Wolfgang Puck is, he is a top chef, very well respected in the culinary world. So this gentleman made this really unusual pizza, served it to Wolfgang Puck. He liked it and invited him to head up a pizza restaurant. So basically, that's how the California kitchen or a pizza kitchen came to be. And, um, yeah, and they're known for just different, unusual styles of pizza. And in my case, like I said, it was, um, like a barbecue style pizza. And now here's my thing. I don't really think for me personally, it's just my opinion. Maybe you think differently. I respect that. Uh, but I don't really like barbecue on pizza. I don't think that barbecue, that's definitely not it's not my favorite um and california pizza kitchen will definitely provide you with different options on you know these unique style of of pizzas uh i'm looking at their menu and it's so interesting because it's using my location obviously i don't live near one um there's not one anywhere near where i live <laughs> but basically uh so I'm just going to look at a few of theirs. So they have like a barbecue chicken pizza, like I just mentioned, a Thai crunch pizza. I'm not sure what's on that. Um, yeah, they just have a wide variety. I'm not going to go into too much detail with, with what they have there, but you can check it out. And maybe you've gone there and maybe you dig it. Do you like California Pizza Kitchen? Do you like really unusual styles of pizza? If you do then you like California pizza. And I will have to just make my own style of California pizza and just, you know, get real creative with it and see what I come up with. Maybe you'll do the same. Let's move along to the Detroit pizza. So the Detroit pizza basically is, let's see, it looks like it was originally baked this is interesting. It was originally baked in a square automotive parts pan in the 1940s. These guys were like, let's just use whatever we can find. Or somebody's wife, whoever made it. Uh, hey, right on for using what she had. And basically the Detroit pizza is first topped with pepperoni, followed by brick cheese. 
which is spread to the very edges of the pan, yielding a caramelized cheese perimeter. How about that? So that sounds kind of delicious. I have not had a Detroit pizza. Have you? And if you have, did you love it? And if you haven't, will you try it? And my whole thing is with these specific types, I would definitely want to try it in the area in which it originated because I feel like people know the pizza when it's from that area, like, and it's more authentic. However, I cannot say that, you know, for example, a Detroit pizza, if someone opened a pizzeria in, say, Colorado or, you know, California, would not be able to serve it um, in its authenticity, like, with its authentic flair. So that's definitely possible. I just think it would be cool to try these pizzas in their native area where they came to be. So Detroit pizza. Now Detroit's definitely not a place that's on my list to visit, but <laughs> uh, I don't know. You never know if and when I'm given the opportunity to try it out, I will and see what that's all about. Let's move along to the St. Louis pizza. So the St. Louis pizza, is basically for those looking for a lighter slice. It's definitely on the opposite spectrum of a Chicago-style pizza. So this one is thin and crispy. So it's basically a thin crust with a cracker-like consistency that's made without yeast. So you're not gonna get that yeasty flavor. You're not gonna have any of the chewiness. It's basically gonna be just very crispy. So, and it looks like it's typically cut into uh, three or four inch rectangles known as party or tavern cut. And it basically features Prevel processed cheese, which is like a gooey combination of cheddar, Swiss, and provolone. And then of course topped with, you know, like pepperoni or what have you. And it was basically, looks like some of the history, it was St. Louis received an influx of Italian immigrants in the 19th century who were looking for employment opportunities. And so basically the Italian community, largely from Milan and Sicily, created the St. Louis style pizza. So it's got a sweet sauce and it's reminiscent of the Sicilian influence. So it sounds like it could be delicious, definitely. I can say for myself, I do prefer a thicker crust and, and I definitely like that yeasty flavor in, you know, in the dough. So this one would be interesting to try. Again, I'm open to it, but I definitely like for my crust personally to have a bit more chew. Yes, I do. I like that. So those are basically the top eight styles of pizza. Um, that I found to present some information to you about. And obviously, if you're interested in learning more, you can do some research. Again, I found this article on webstrunt.com, uh, webstruntstore.com is where I found this article. But overall, you know, I will say, after just going through those different types of pizza, pizza is just one of those foods that you get like everything you get the bread like you can enjoy the bread the vegetables the cheese the meat you know all of these things to be on top of just just to be this thing called a pizza it's just fascinating i think that you know again pizza i could describe it as being fun 
it's fun, it's, um, it's one of those things that, you know, as with any type of food, brings people together, but when you think of pizza, you think of, you know, eating pizza with, with other people, like your friends or your family, and, you know, if there's some type of event or party gathering, it's common to order a pizza. It's because pizza really does make a party. It can make a party that much better when you order a pizza. There's nothing like that feeling. And do you remember? And maybe it hasn't been long for you. It's been a while for me uh, having a pizza man knock at the door to deliver uh, because we actually live near a pizza restaurant and we just go in and, and carry out. Um, so. The whole experience of having someone deliver a pizza to your door, hot and fresh, like that in itself is cool. I might have to do that too. The place that we commonly go in and just get carry out, they do deliver. And it would literally just be not <clears throat> steps away from uh, where we live. But that could be cool just to have the experience. But, you know, like what good experiences do you recall perhaps that are coming up for you around pizza. You know, childhood memories, recent memories and experiences that you've had. It's really one of those things that I celebrate. I truly celebrate pizza from the depths of my soul. And there's just something about it that when you bite into a good slice of pizza, there's a feeling. There is a feeling that runs through you like and and I'm speaking from my own personal experience maybe you don't feel it this deeply and it's like when you eat pizza you just eat it but for me and it's not just with pizza for me it's with anything because I really really embrace flavor on another level I feel like I have you know very hypersensitive taste buds um and always have and so when I have a good pizza in front of me I'm just so excited I really am like my mouth is salivating right now I'm salivating just thinking about pizza and it's so funny because as I'm sitting in my my bedroom at my desk I'm looking out the window and I can actually see the pizza spot from my bedroom window which is cool but it's also making me consider whether or not I'm going to order a pizza this evening. Oh, shoot. No, I can't because they're closed on Mondays. Oh, well, that's off the list. But doesn't mean that I won't have pizza because there are a couple other spots in my town. Um, or I could always make one. Again, like I said, I've been experimenting with like gluten-free crusts. Um, I'm not completely gluten-free myself. My husband's definitely gluten-free. But I've come up with some good recipes in terms of like you know, really, really being able to mimic the texture and the flavor of good, regular gluten pizza dough. And I think that oftentimes when people think of going gluten-free, if if you, you know, like pizza, that's like one of the things that you're like, I'm going to really, really miss that. Um, just that mm, mm, mm of pizza crust. And I will tell you, based on my experiences so far with gluten-free, uh, you can definitely still have that experience. It's just going to take some practice if you're looking to make your own or, you know, finding a place that actually serves good gluten-free pizza can be challenging, I know. So the best thing, and I would encourage you if you're considering this or know someone who is, 
just get into experimenting with your own recipe. That's going to be your best bet. This way you can customize it and make it exactly how you want and know that you can have it anytime. Yes, you can definitely do that. And in conclusion, you know, I will just say, consider setting a date where you and someone special, perhaps your family, invite some friends over, a friend over, whatever you want to do, have someone come and cook the pizza with you. Have someone come over and help you prepare it and just have fun. Be creative. See what you can do. Think about these different styles of pizza that I've mentioned here and how you can put your own spin on them. Maybe you will choose to make a square New York style pizza, which would mimic a Sicilian, but be thin with the crust and of course, you know, add whatever toppings you would like, but plan a pizza night. Plan a pizza night and see how that goes. And again, I would love to hear your feedback. I would like to see pictures of your pizza. If you would like to share, again, connect with me on Instagram at Rasan Emmanuel. And I will close with this again. Pizza is an open-faced sandwich. <laughs> yeah, and again, that quote is by E. E, if you've gotten to the end of this episode, if you happen to be listening, um, I really just get a kick out of that. That's, that's epic. And maybe that will be a thing one day. It's a, it's a thing right now. But yeah, there's something simmering in my soul with that quote. Um, yes, yeah, so that's it then for this episode on pizza. Go forth and enjoy a delicious day. And as always, I'm sending much love and flavor your way.